We have reached the halfway point of high school hysteria on ESPN West Palm. Clear your desks. Take out your number two pencils and a sheet of paper. It is time for the midterm exam. Chris Coquel and Joe Rigotti. We got you until 7 o'clock here on ESPN 106.3. Follow me on Twitter at RealCoachK. Follow Joe on Twitter at JRigotti. And, of course, the midterm exam is brought to you by HSS. For the past 11 years in a row, HSS has been ranked number one in the nation in orthopedics. They have the lowest complication rates and readmission rates in the country. That's why HSS is the choice of MLB teams, NHL teams, NBA teams, and NFL teams. They make the best in the world, play at their top performance for the rest of the world. They have a spectacular new HSS Florida in West Palm Beach. It offers a state-of-the-art diagnostic, non-surgical treatment, physical therapy, rehabilitation, sports performance service, and more. How we move is why HSS is here to learn more. Make sure you go to hss.edu Florida. hss.edu slash Florida. They're located at 300 Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard in West Palm Beach, Florida. Book an appointment online at hss.edu slash Florida or call 561-657-4600. That number again for HSS is 561-657-4600. Check out HSS Florida today to receive an unmatched level of expertise from diagnosis through treatment to recovery. Again, that's hss.edu slash Florida. And, of course, we are doing the midterm exam that is presented by HSS. This is where Joe asks me the toughest questions of the sports world for high school hysteria. And I try to answer. We'll see what I can do today. Joe, what do you got? Let's go. Last week, we heard the spring football jamboree live right here on ESPN 106.3. What's your biggest takeaway from this event, and how much does it help coaches and players? Spring football overall, and I'll get into the jamboree in a minute, it's just so important. And overall, it's just such a good recruiting tool because it's able to get film. It's a good teaching time for the players. Um, As for jamboree versus regular game, I like a regular game, and I think it's because I've always taken over programs that have struggled, that we want as many opportunities to get a win as possible and build that momentum. Where at Jamboree, you're preparing for two teams, and you can't really try to implement how you're going to strategize against both because if you're brand new or you're struggling, it's hard enough to prepare for one team. So to go against both and get that mindset of a change of culture or winning culture, it's tough to do because it's almost like a glorified practice. I think it's great because... I think the Jamboree system is great because you're not getting a full game in. You're getting a look at the other team, a look at how they're setting up defensively, look how they're setting up offensively, and kind of just a way of what to expect in the fall. You know what I mean? And I don't think it should just be a football thing. I think baseball should do this. I think softball should do this. Basketball. Because it prepares your players for the upcoming season, but doesn't expose the way the other team's going to play for you in a full game. Yeah, that's tough, though. I don't know how you would... I guess basketball would just be teams coming out enough. Baseball would be the tougher one, I think, to kind of go yeah, out that, go out there and do. But um, I like the idea of basketball jamborees where they play halves and even for, like, charity weekends or they do for holiday weekends and stuff. It's great, and it gets the kids excited to play. It gets them ready to play some actual sports when the time comes in a few seasons away yeah they, and again we're, we're getting back into it that was the fun part of this spring is like we're seeing professional sports things are starting to feel normal again and i think that's a huge key for high school sports what do you got 
John Carroll High School announced their plans to build a brand new workout facility for their athletic programs. Should Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast open up a, a facility specifically meant for high school training and conditioning? I love this idea. Let me. Joe presented this before the show, and I was like, ah, not every school is going to be able to afford it. But then he explained to me, no, it's like a centralized location. What did you call it? It's like a, it's like um, a YMCA type of place. Like a YMCA or a Boys and Girls Club type place exactly. for people just to work out, but with the intentions of the workouts to not just be regular fitness, but to be sports performance. I mean, that would be a huge boost for high school athletes in the area. But you know what the big fight's going to be, right? Who's going to pay for it? Who's going to pay for it isn't so big, because at least that's all the tax money, but where is it going to go? That's true. Because if you put it in the wrong city, another city's going to complain. If you put it up by Palm Beach Gardens, the Boca kids are going to complain. And if you try to put it in the um, wealthier area, low-income, rightfully so, students are going to complain, you know, as they should. So that would be the hard part. You probably have to have a couple of them, like four spread throughout the county. But I think it's a good idea. We see so much money spent on things that doesn't need to be spent on in education, like revamping the same way you teach over and over again and going through all these trainings. That's basically teaching you how to be a good teacher, but just a different way. But it's every four years we recycle it and spend millions of dollars on a new way. But really, when you get to the core of it, they're the same, just with different dressing on it. Mm-hmm. And it's a waste of money. And it's a way for to justify um, some of the positions at the school office. And um, that's where a lot of our money gets wasted in education, guys. A lot of our money gets wasted on things like that that appear to be for educational purposes. But they're really to justify jobs. Just a little secret between me and you because it's just us talking. But if you take some of that money and the millions and millions and millions of dollars we spend every year on these programs and you put in four centralized locations, I think it's a great idea. No, like you said, if you want this to work, you have to have multiple locations because if, like you said, if someone's in, if there's a kid in Boca that wants to go here, but this is all the way up near the Treasure Coast, they're not going to make the 45-minute drive to go to this place. And maybe for an hour workout, it's not worth it, it's not worth the gas, blah, blah, blah. So they'd have to have at least two, two locations one smack dab in the middle of like the Martin County area and one. Well, Martin's a different county. Now you're going to a different county. Remember, it's Palm Beach County or because it's two different school districts. Yeah, I get that. But, but they, when you're having like separate, a centralized. But, but even up Jupiter, just use Jupiter as the yeah, example. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's right on the border of Hope Sound and heading into Martin County. So if you had one in Jupiter, the kids in Boca couldn't use it. They wouldn't be able to get there. But the problem with centralized, again, I think you have to make it reasonable for kids to get there or at least have some sort of public transportation for them to get there. Yeah, it's tough. And if you have two locations, that makes it even tougher for getting people to, people to pay for that, people but to invest in that. I would, lo- I would love to see, though, a more of an emphasis, an emphasis on a centralized training and let's help these kids use the sports that we're so well known for to get them to the next level. Yes, yeah, definitely. Cardinal Newman alum John Collins had been been playing well against the Knicks. Does it feel wrong as Knicks fans to be rooting against him? Yeah, we're both Knicks fans on this show. Um, And, you know, to have Collins out there doing well against the Knicks and you want to boo him and you want to fight against him, but but he's a Cardinal Newman alum. I know. You know, and a little behind the scenes, I'm supposed to be rooting for him anyway. My cousin is his agent. So, like... And, of course, he still hasn't been on the show. But, you know, me and Sean will talk about that one day. (laughs) Um, So, like, I'm really supposed to be rooting for him. But, no, I'm rooting against you, John. Sorry. No, I'm I'm booing you until the cows come home. You know what? I'll boo harder for Trey Young because he's a Nick killer. He's Reggie Miller 2.0, apparently. Uh, But when it comes to John, I'm not going to root for the guy to suck. 
as a Knicks fan. I'll root for him to play his best game because it it doesn't come down to win or lose. It comes down to how that player does himself. You know what I mean? Like obviously you want to win, but I'm not gonna root for this guy to suck and make himself look bad, make his team look bad. But I'm still gonna root for the Knicks to win. I'm gonna root for Julius to throw down a triple double. I'm gonna root for RJ to come score. 20 points in the first half quickly off the bench Derek Rose off the bench but you know what when it comes to John Collins I hope he's the best player on that team game game in game out I hope he goes over 12 tonight <laughs> that game starts at seven o'clock tonight. I hope he goes over 12 I hope he has zero rebounds and I hope he fouls out in four minutes how do you like that fair enough how do you like I'm, that, not John gonna, Collins? I'm not gonna argue with you on that I just I, I can't I'm a Knicks fan what can I say how am I supposed to root for him? How am I going to go against my team because he's a local? And I and I am as much of a shill for the local kids as anyone out there. I admit that freely. I freely admit that. But, I, again, I want him to go 0 for 12 against the Knicks. And I, I just I need the Knicks to win. It's yeah, been too Knicks long. It's this. been too painful. Speaking of that series, and let's bring this back to high school a little bit. Trey Young's dad has been out there talking trash to the New York Daily News about Trey Young and, and just the series and the fan interaction. Do you have a problem with parents who speak out to the media for their professional athlete kids? Well, I don't have a problem. I have a problem with it if they're going out of the way to do it. But if like Eli Apple, you're a Giants fan. Yeah. Eli Apple's mom I remember tried that. to be a bigger celebrity than her son. No, and yeah. It kind of worked out to be that way. See, it's when the parents go on Twitter and trash talk all over Twitter, and then the media gets to them. But if the media is approaching them asking questions, then, yeah, you're going to trash talk and want your son to look good. You know, it might make your son look even worse because you look like a terrible parent. Nothing you say is going to be construed well. Nothing. No, it's not, especially, not, especially in New York. And I'm a guy who's out here putting up videos of my nine-year-old son's interceptions this weekend. You know what I mean? Like, I was sending it all over wherever but I that's could. Different. But that's different. That's different. I, I think if a reporter asked me a question, like, if he ends up being good enough to even be a decent high school player and someone from ESPN West Palm asked me a question about him, I'm going to deflect and go generic answers. I'm not going to stir up trouble or say he's the best ever because it doesn't, no one ever says like, Oh, well, that guy's dad said he was the best ever. So he must be the best ever. Even if he is really good, you kind of just roll your eyes at the parent no matter what. And if you attack or speak poorly, then you're making your kid look bad anyway. I just, I think parents need to stay in their lane and let the kids live their life. And especially when it's like in this Trey Young situation, especially when it's so early in the series, like don't come out and start talking. Until the series is over. Either because, way, just don't talk at all. You're not you're not the star. You're not a part of it. No, it's your kid. It's his career. Imagine someone going into your career and talking to your bosses and talking to the media about your job performance. That's true. In any other walk of life. If someone's out there and they're a roofer right now, imagine someone walking around and be like, ah, oh, let me tell the Palm Beach Post that my son's the best roofer ever and these other roofers stink and you know what I mean? Ah, yeah. oh, that other guy's roof's gonna fall in. Like you just don't do that. So why well, are we doing it in sports? I don't understand why Trey Young doesn't step in and be like, Dad, can you like just stop? Who knows if he has? Who knows? And also, but, but like respect you don't, your you child. Don't, but you don't know that relationship. Look at the Ball family. Look at with Levar Ball yeah. and everything he did. But that's and, all branding. And some may say he did a good job because he had three kids that made it to the NBA. I know the middle one was like halfway there, but like he he was on the roster for a little bit, and two of them are stars in the league. Yeah, but if Levar Ball never stepped up and trash talked, would his brands be as big as it is? He knew what he was doing. It's all strategy for that in that situation. That's just a specific situation. When it comes to Trey Young, I don't think his dad owns an apparel company. Yeah, but I mean, just what, is, what is Big Baller brand doing? I mean, I've no, first of all, them in years. L- well, Lonzo got rid of it. Lavar's friend r- ripped him off millions of dollars. Oh Lonzo God. even covered up his tattoo. Yeah, not, oh, not a good no. look for old boy. No. Parents, stay at the moral of the story is 
Parents, support your kid internally. Talk to your children, whether they do well or they do poor. I saw a parent at the YMCA the other night screaming at his son, who's seven years old, telling him he was going to hit him with the ball if he didn't work harder. And this is just drills on their own. Kid was in tears. I didn't know what to do. You know what I mean? Because he wasn't actually doing anything that was abuse to report, but it's, it just felt so wrong. And I'm a kid, and I'm a dad who's hard on my kids in sports, like if they don't hustle. But, like, there's a limit, man. Support and love. Like, I don't care if my kid stinks. Just try. You know, like, that's my rule. So I tell them every time. Like, you could stink every game you play. But if you don't try, I'm going to be mad at you. And, but S- think away. at your son's age now, yes, you're, you're doing the right thing by making your kid hustle. But when your kid is a professional athlete in the NBA, that's when the media steps in and makes you look like. But there's no idiot. point. Why are you talking? It's just say no comment. <laughs> or just laugh. Like, I'm his dad. What do I know? I'm a I dope. Know. You know what I mean? Well, like, then again, at. In game one of the series, Knicks fans were not very kind to Trey Young. So what? But that's not his dad's plays. I don't care if they're chanting bleep you. You know what I mean? Bleep you, Trey Young. Like, I, I, I don't care if they do it for the rest. Hopefully, if the series can come back and be in New York for the rest of the series and the Knicks win, I, I hope they do it for the rest of his career. But yeah. that's part of the deal. And as a parent, you've got to understand that's part of the deal. And plus, that's a compliment at the same time. It, yeah, oh, yeah. Posing fans booing you. Oh, yeah. It's the greatest feeling in the world. Exactly. Worst feeling in the world is when I took over a Forest Hills program. Before I'd even coached a snap, we had our pep rally, and we got booed by the uh, by the kids at the school. I was like, oh, man, we got to change the culture around here. By the end, though, they were cheering us, and it's a great place and a great school. But it was a rough culture when we that's first got there. Um, that's it. That's midterm sale. That's all you got? That's all you got. All right. Thank you to HSS. Again, visit hss.edu slash Florida. That's the midterm exam. More hysteria next, right here on ESPN 106.3.